Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. AJ Rudo Blaze coming to you live as the Avs lose to the Edmonton Oilers in overtime. So they do get a point in a 2-1 game that don't let the score fool you. It was very fun. It was an awesome game. Up and down, back and forth, in and out. You name it, there was a whole lot going on in this hockey game. Avs ultimately do not get it over the line. I think there's some power play opportunities they might lament. But a point is enough for them to control their own destiny in the Central Division. Let's get the 60-second rundown going. Uh, first period were the only two goals of regulation. The Avs was mean tier level nonsense. Technically Ben Myers goal, but Nick Bugstad sliding on the ice, sweeping it towards his own net, somehow fumbling its way into Stuart Skinner's five hole. And the Avs get the first goal of the game. That sounds dirty. <laughs> fumbling its way into Stuart Skinner's five hole. Yeah. Well, you know, when it's your first time, sometimes you got to fumble a little bit. You're probably going to fumble a lot of it. <laughs> I'm just uh, trying to help you with the 60 seconds, not being 10. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty quick. The only <laughs> other goal in regulation came almost immediately after uh, where the Avs give up what really shouldn't be that dangerous of a shot from out high, but it beats Georgiev, and it's 1-1 for the rest of the game, which we'll, we'll break down in more in-depth later. In overtime, Bone Byram ends up taking a penalty, put Edmonton on a four-on-three, which uh, not a good idea. Which they scored on. Yep, and uh, that's how the game ended. Whole lot of stuff in between, but we'll get there. Start in the first period. Uh, first of all, credit to... Well, I, this isn't really just in the first period. This is in the second period as well. While they did end up giving up the game-winning goal, credit to the Avs PK. Uh, in this regulation hockey game, they killed six minutes of penalty, including a double minor against the best power play in the league. It's pretty darn good. Just wanted to throw that out there. Did a good job of, of holding things together in this regulation at times. Uh, but but first period. Let's, let's go all the way back. We unfortunately missed the first few minutes of it because ESPN. ESPN'd us. But when we came in, what do we think? I think there's been a, a consistent feeling of the Avs maybe starting a little bit slowly in games lately. Was this better? Was this acceptable? Was this reasonable? Where are you at, Blaze? I felt like their the first period was probably their best period as far as like their overall game. I mean, I think altogether that was a well put together whole game, right? Except for OT. But I thought they came out and they looked great. Playing against a big opponent, like that's the big thing too, right? Is like when you're playing quality opponents, uh, it seems like they just kind of let the other team score the first goal. You didn't see any of that tonight. It's true. AJ nodding along. It was fine. It was a good start. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a really high energy first period. For sure. Both teams really had some good scoring chances as they kind of settled into the game. And then, you know, you don't love that they give up the goal like right after. But Definitely not. It's fine. And <laughs> I just don't. I have a really hard time feeling really anything negative about this hockey game. I Well, I mean, you look disagree. at all three parts of the ice. And there is some great stuff going on. Defensively, I thought they mm. looked stellar, especially mm. for a defense that doesn't have Josh Manson or Makar out there. Yep. And it's not even like a fairy tale version of this, like when we talk about what the Avs might look like with Landeskog. 
We know those guys are going to play in game one next week. Yep. Yeah. Those guys are going to be ready for the postseason. They're going to be in the lineup in game one, barring any setback, obviously. But you know that you know that the lineup that you ice tonight, and this is one reason why I just don't feel bad about this, the lineup that you ice tonight is going to get significantly upgraded in the next seven days. And look at the game that you just played. Your yep. goaltender was great. Your your stars had their chances. Uh, you know, you, you feel great about your defense missing its best player. Going against the best player in the world, like you. Well, that's in what world could you could you conjure up not an overly negative opinion of this hockey game? The most impressive part to me of that is you're getting Lekkinen back, which is one of your better defensive forwards. You're getting Kale McCarr and Josh Manson back on defense. Yeah, and without all those dudes, you held Edmonton to one goal in regulation. That's well done. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I believe in the last two games, Connor McDavid has two points against you. Yep. Not killing you. Like you're you're surviving. You you're getting through that that guy and you have to feel pretty good about that. The abs are team stick tonight too. Yep. Yeah. Their Great sticks were really good defensively all yeah. night long. Um I don't know. Maybe you guys can give some analysis on the Ben Myers goal because I don't really know what to say about it. It's a really good play through the through the neutral zone by that line. The one thing that you like is that they play with a little bit of speed. Sure. And then you get an opportunity, and then they shoot it in their own net, man. That's the end of it. You got lucky. Okay. Take it where you can get it. Yeah. Simple as that. You got lucky. All right. I mean, it looks like he was just going to basically stop the puck. Yeah, and then just he successfully does that, and then tries to get pass it back <laughs> to the goaltender. Yeah. Not the not the best idea to do that, perhaps. <laughs> but I mean, more likely trying to go behind the goaltender, not into the net. Well, though. and and look, credit Lars Eller for getting to the front of the net for creating a battle there. Yep. If his body's not there, it's a little bit less chaotic. That puck probably doesn't go in. But yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna recreate that goal anytime soon. I'll put it that way. Uh, going back the other way though, the Avs giving that one back very quickly. When you talk about the team defense and how they were sticky, you know how you like the way that they were communicating, and you look at what happens on that play, and then they don't communicate. Yep, you got four guys all tilted to the side. I don't. I haven't gone back and actually like gone Broken through it, it down, yet, yeah. so I don't know who. I don't know who loses uh, that that contain up top, but Ekholm just steps into it, beats your goaltender one on one. Yep, it's the one time that you look at Georgiev and you're like, I, I guess twice he gets just beat by a good shot. It's true. I, I mean, I hard to have much problem with the second one, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't have a problem with either one of them, man. Like you just don't. <laughs> yeah. I have a little with the first one. I mean, it's from out high. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's screened. He's certainly not. He just gets beat. He gets yeah. beat cleanly. It's a pretty good shot and it though. Happens. And, that's... and like if now if it went the other way and he just fell apart after that, yeah, you'd have a lot to say. But it's kind of the same thing with Stuart huge, Skinner. Yeah, he had some huge stops tonight that kept the abs in this game. Mm -hmm. A breakaway with Connor McDavid yeah. leading that breakaway. <laughs> 
gets a little help. Do we want to talk, a little help, but do we want I mean, talk so about it now? Or might as well. Might yeah, as well. We're just, already in the room. He's, so. he's getting king of the game tonight. Yeah. There's no doubt that Georgiev, in a game where technically the Avs didn't even score a goal, <laughs> really, really played fantastically tonight. Yeah. I mean, and you continue to want to see, hey, what, what effect is the workload having on him? Pressure ramping up. All right. Well, now you're playing for the division. And he comes out and gives you this performance. And, yeah. you know, you have to feel great about it. He's swallowing up pucks, and there weren't a lot of free rebounds just getting kicked out all over the place. Oh. It was it was really a guy, did, guy just did a great job today, and he kept the abs in it, especially in that second period when Edmonton really tilted the ice for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then the third period, I think, it came out, and the abs were, had a little more energy and were a little better. But uh, you have to love what you're getting out of Alexander Georgiev on a nightly basis. Absolutely. You know, in a Western Conference full of major question marks in net going into the postseason, which I guarantee you is something we touch on tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Oh, sorry. It, it, it's you have to just feel great about yeah. where his game is right now. Watching him, he is so crisp right now. Yeah. Getting, getting to where he needs to get in the net, right? Like he's, he's reading what's happening in front of him and reacting quickly and squaring up to the puck. And like the Oilers were looking for some rebounds there, he didn't give them up. He swallowed those pucks that came at him. Maybe the best, the 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 best save that he makes that that exemplifies how locked in he is, is the save that he makes about twelve seconds left in the third period, where a puck deflects randomly, yep, yeah. and he just off has of a couple of guys, yeah. and he just he tracks it perfectly. You could see he sees it and reacts to it, yeah, and goes down and stops it with the pad, and then Evander Kane takes a whack at it because he's Evander Kane. <laughs> And you watch that, and you're like, "Look, that is a bounce that could easily catch a guy yeah. off guard. He's not ready. He's not. He's not tracking. He's not expecting to see it. And he's a half second late. He's all over that. He was all over. And, and it's not like a dangerous chance. It's more of just the kind of the kind of bounce that can catch a goalie off guard uh, if he's not absolutely laser focused on what he's doing. He was totally locked in. It was great. Um, he gets them that point today. Yep. Straight up, they dragged the abs to the. I, I won't say dragged. I don't think the abs played poorly by any. For stretch, sure, man. I don't want to. I don't like. I say he gets them that point, but it was a really, really, really it, good hockey game. And I want to stress yeah. that there are no. For me, that I don't have any negativity coming out of that loss. I I would have loved to have seen that game I, got to get decided five v five. I think man. the only negative I have I'm is Bowen Byram's last shift of the game, but we'll get there. Yeah, and yeah, fair enough, man. Um. But on the whole, yeah, with Georgiev, it's just, look, any night your goalie gives you a 950, <laughs> you're not going to lose very often. So if he keeps playing like that, how can you not love it? Yeah. yeah. Put it that way. Um, you get through the rest of, the, of this game. I, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. How did you feel about the top guys tonight, McKinnon and, and Miko specifically? Where, you know, I, I don't want to make too much of it because it's not like McDavid and Dreisaitl showed up and bodied the abs or anything, but they're not able to get on the score sheet either. Did you want more there, or do you think that's just the way this game went? Do you want a power play goal? Okay. You get that opportunity, you, you know, you later had multiple on in the, opportunities in, in the third period yeah, to win the, the game. Essentially, you get, one, you get one late in the third period in a in a tie game, and you're like, "This is probably game if you if you get this." Um, you know, you and what's 
That's their best power play, too. Like, yeah. they had the sense of urgency. They moved the puck really well. The one thing that I don't like about it is that their setup is goofy. They have Comfer on the half wall. Half of in. the time, you have JT Comfer in McKinnon's spot. I mean, Miko's I love a Nathan McKinnon one-timer, but what the f- what? He's better than JT's one-timer. Miko, Miko yeah. Rantanen is literally standing behind the goal line for the majority of that. And, you know, you're, you're talking about taking some of your most dangerous players out of positions to be successful, to be dangerous, to score for you in a must-score situation. And they don't get it done. You know, no big shock. Val Lachushkin and JT Comfort don't get that done. Yeah. Devon Taves has a golden scoring chance, and it's. Uh, you know. I, I, I want to get to this topic, AJ. I know how you feel about it. Blaze, AJ, a big advocate of Bo instead of Taves on PP one. You with him? Yeah, I'm with that. Um, but I, I mean, Bo missed one tonight too. He sure did. Well, we'll and get then there. the Taves one, you see, the they have a breakdown. They end up defending a two on one and. Taves defends a Leon Dreisaitl two-on-one in a, a picture-perfect manner that turns into an odd man rush the other way. Know. You know, and, and when you talk about how do you feel about the top guys, that odd man rush, McKinnon and Rantanen act like they have all goddamn day. Yeah. And that, I think, is a continuation of the fact that I just feel like the Avs' top guys are playing a little bit of rope-a-dope right now, that they just are not fully 100% all-out full sending it for regular season games, even ones that in the standings are going to matter about where they go. I think that that is an example of, of these are some dudes who are sitting around. They don't give a shit who they play. And I just from a confidence standpoint, (laughs) I'm all like, look, they need to be playing Seattle. They need to be trying to win this division. They don't care. They need to be doing this. I don't think they care because I think they look in the mirror and they say, we're better than all these teams. We know we're getting guys back. We're going to get to the postseason, and we're going to be able to flip the switch that we flipped last year and walk that walk again. And so I think that there should be a little bit of, if you're Edmonton, you win this game, you finally beat the Avs, you love it, you, you do it on a power play, you can't whine about officiating for the first time in your <laughs> entire life. Like, you, you, you're thrilled about it, right? But you look at that Avalanche lineup, and you know that if you get into a Western Conference final against these guys, they're probably going to have Kale McCarr and Arturi Lekkanen in that lineup. It's probably not going to look like this. You cannot feel overly confident that you still, still have not closed the gap on a healthy Avalanche team enough to feel like you can hang with them. It's, it's two things for me. One, on your point, I think another perfect example of that tonight Blaze, you and you and AJ called it out. Miko on a particular shift, fantastic back check. Gets yeah. back, breaks up a play for Edmonton that could have been dangerous. Puck goes the other way. You probably have an odd man rush if Miko steps up and gets to the back post and he kind of just doesn't do anything. Doesn't take a stride through. from center ice. Coasts the entire way. He wanted to be third man high, high, high. McKinnon is waiting. He was third man so high, he was fourth man. Yeah, McKinnon is just waiting. He's just sitting around. He's like, where's the help? And McKinnon's like, or Miko's just like, not me, bud. Is that that's where where all these other guys made that yeah. sick move yeah. Right yeah. there in space because he looked around and he was like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess I like, got to do it myself. Yeah, they're oh, I have no help because uh. Miko hasn't bothered to, to gear it up. <laughs> Makes a great defensive play and hasn't taken it hasn't taken this seriously since. Yeah. Yep. 
I, I definitely think there's some vibes with that. And, and it's an interesting conversation because I think in the moment you're certainly frustrated with it. Yeah. But as you kind of alluded to here, and what the saying goes, look, in the playoffs, you have to go through everybody at some point anyway. Yeah. I don't even think it's like that. For Colorado, I think the saying is everybody has to go through us. Yeah. I think the Avs, the Avs very quietly right now are walking the walk of a final boss. Yep. They know that everybody is nervous about playing it, them. It's very they know that they have not just another level, but maybe two other levels that they're going to get to when the postseason starts. Very similar to the way Tampa acted. Yeah, I it has say. acted for years. Yeah, yeah. where they know that the, this regular season, they're like, okay, look how they acted today. Tampa has not played well, has not given a shit about the regular season for weeks, but today against their first round opponent. Turned it way up. Mm-hmm. Did not win that game, but the still, way that and, they... And it still felt like they left some of the tank. The way that yeah. they played that game, you're kind of like, you don't feel great if you're Toronto <laughs> walking out. You got the win, and you're like, ooh, but knowing that you got process-wise body down yeah. as badly as you did, you're kind of sitting there like... God, next week is going to be a war. And yeah. I, I wonder how much of that is coming out of Edmonton tonight as well, where they they love the two points. They're getting on the plane. They're really excited. But if they're being honest with themselves, they're probably looking at that Colorado team going, Jesus Christ, that team's going to yeah. add Kale McCarr and Josh Manson. And you Buckle keep, up. Yeah. Remember what Josh Manson did in that series last year was a big-time yeah. guy for them. And then, oh, by the way, they're going to add one of the ultimate hummingbirds in the NHL <laughs> in Arturi Lekkanen, who just does not stop buzzing. <laughs> and you're going to, you're maybe, who knows? Yeah. Maybe you get Gabe Landeskog, maybe you don't. Uh, who knows? You cry, but everyone else we know humming, for hummingbird. sure. Hummingbird. Yeah. Hummingbird. Nat. <laughs> cool, man. I, I, I think <laughs> yeah, he's got right. a little more weight behind him than a gnat. Not that a hummingbird's it's particularly just, heavy annoying, either. Annoying, though. Like, what, what is an annoying animal that's just on you? Uh, I, yeah, I'm just trying to think of one big enough to, like... Because a gnat, you just, he doesn't weigh anything. When, when Lecky runs into you, you feel it. That's true. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> anyway... However, the abs are looking. Whoever's in the lineup, you can catch them on Fubo TV. Check it out today at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. You can sign up with the DNVR link there. Either use the QR code. I think there's a link down in the description, too. Uh, and you get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. So jump on it. Get the good deal right there. Uh, look, obviously, the big draws, they actually have altitude, which, look, nobody here likes it. Everyone would love the abs to be easy to get. Have it right in your living room. Fubo's as close as you can get to that right now. It's the best yeah. way to do it with Colorado, uh, especially because they have DVR. It's all of this. Look, I get it. A lot of us here currently watching the live show, we watch the game live. We like to do that. Yeah. Many, 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 many Avs fans don't. They prefer to watch it the next day or watch it after and speed through the commercials, do things like that. That's a big win for Fubo for me is that you can do that uh, and not have to worry about all of the nonsense. Um, so go check them out. They have 140 total channels, so they got plenty of other TV options as well. It's worth investing into if you do watch TV and, and things like, you know, standard hockey channels. <laughs> ESPN. How about that? That makes more sense. ESPN, uh, where you will uh, be able to watch hockey. 
Highly recommend them. Again, FuboTV.com slash DNVR to get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh, also brought to you by the uh, fantastic people over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Got uh, Breck Brew here at the bar, eight different kinds on tap. You can also find it anywhere in the United States. You can go to your local liquor store, use the Breck Beer Locator online at breckbrew.com to find it near you. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Look, I think there were a lot of good moments tonight. Blaze, you mentioned the sticks on the defensive end. I think you saw maybe not the abs going 100%, but particularly what you saw tonight was the rising level of team defense from Colorado. I think you saw a lot of engagement throughout the entire game, not just from the defensemen themselves, sure. but forwards being active, forwards staying with their man. Yeah, I get it. On the one goal, they lose their guy. Honestly, on both goals, a guy gets lost. It's a little different in a four-on-three situation. But. Yeah, it's a little tougher. <laughs> <laughs> but... Holy smokes, did he get... We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But really, it's... You look at those things because what you're looking at sometimes is not ultimately the result of the game, but you're seeing that the abs have that attention to detail when they want to. And that's, I think, why I am so confident in this team as they head towards the playoffs, beyond just you know getting healthy and all of that stuff. What, I guess, what are your biggest positives out of tonight? I mean, positives, I think you just hit it. Like, okay. you, you watch team defense, especially going into the playoffs and what the playoffs turn into that's every shift now yeah it's it's turned up you know to 11 and everybody is going and when your team can play that defense against a high powered oilers team you got to feel good they can play it against anyone right yeah so. well and i think building off of that the other thing you really feel great about tonight is your penalty kill yeah very because true because you're not too concerned about how your four on three looks when you get into the postseason because that's <laughs> not a thing that happens the yeah. only reason that you're going to be in a four on three is if all hell breaks disaster <laughs> has struck <laughs> off yeah. at that and point it, and like, it probably yeah. won't be for two minutes it'll yeah. probably right. be one of yeah. those yeah. like for oh, six for seconds, 19 yeah. seconds. <laughs> like how you do you know it's going to be a little bit different so I think you do feel, you know, you're walking out of it. You're feeling like, hey, they had three power play opportunities. They had three five-on-fours against us that didn't go anywhere. We do a good job. They're not even particularly dangerous. They're not buzzing around, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You, They maintained their their, their gap discipline was excellent because the way, that, the way that Edmonton has two guys down below the goal line and tries to spread you all the way out and make you chase – and then they let one of Dreisaitl or McDavid walk into space that they create. McDavid does that. He does that high in the zone curl while the puck is elsewhere. And then they get it to him. And then they let McDavid just outplay guys. The couple of times that they tried that tonight went nowhere. Yep. The abs were all over it, had sticks in the lane, were disruptive, forced him to turn around and, and, and just stop. They, they were as sticky as you could possibly be on Connor McDavid tonight. It was... A really, really, really encouraging performance that two games in a row now, you have not let Connor McDavid really tee off on you. Well, and two I, games in a row now, you're talking about doing that while you're not 
icing the your guys best that you, lineup. Yeah. The guys that you will be icing in a postseason uh, series. And to even more encouraging, the double minor that they had to kill was without Devontae's. It was Devontae's that took the double minor. And that means your your PK mm. is getting that done without arguably your best penalty kill defenseman. Well, I hate to say this. <laughs> Statistically speaking, your best PK defenseman is Sam Gerard. And and great. He continued to be really good at it tonight. Just saying. But with Devon Taves, yeah, that's a guy that you absolutely trust. Certainly a critical defenseman oh, on your dude, penalty. That's How about that? That's like the guy you, you start You want to talk about like, the shorthanded chance from the Oilers. <laughs> right, exactly. Three on one. Yeah, and, what know. a smart play by him. Now, personally, I'm not worried about shorthanded chances when I'm putting out a power play unit. You know, you kind of just live Three with what one, you get though. there. I, look, the play from Taves was immaculate. <laughs> yeah. I, just not why I'm making roster decisions. Yeah. I put it that way. But obviously worked out in that moment. So not going to complain. <laughs> it's, it's just... If you can look past the final score, I think there is a lot of reason to feel very confident in what you saw out of Colorado tonight. I mean, so. the other thing, too, like oh, throughout the year right now is the question mark that was the goalie position at the beginning of the year. Yeah, there is no question. Anymore. I mean, that that was everybody's talking point, right? Well, they have. What are you doing? What what are you what are you guys gonna do in that? There, you're the they're the first Stanley Cup champion to just move on. Yeah, yeah. we're good yeah. on your stun. There's the starting goaltender that just lifted them a cup. Yep, the guy that outplays Andre Vasilevsky head to head at the end of the Stanley Cup final. They were good. They yep. just moved yep. on. Yep. And, and they moved on to a guy that was a backup behind Shesterkin, and his numbers had just gotten a little bit worse each year. His frustration had gotten a little bit higher. He's a national hero for punching Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> like, you know, it was there were a lot of questions about, well, hey, what's what's the deal with this guy? The Evs gave up, what was it, two third round picks and a and fifth. A fifth, yeah. And and for a starting goaltender that has won thirty eight games for you, and I I get it. <laughs> Still have to experience the playoffs. Totally. I understand that's a, totally. a, a test that still has to be passed. Yep. But for the regular season, he's outplayed Darcy Kemper from last year for the Avs. Honestly, their numbers are right right in the same neighborhood of each other. But you you know there's a very, very, very good chance that he gives you a better postseason than what you got out of your goalies last year. Yeah. Yep. Which was... Good enough was last year's yep. postseason, right? You're a worse team this year, so you're going to need better goaltending. Exactly. But if you get the kind of performance that we saw tonight out of Georgiev in, say, five of the seven games in a in a best of seven, how many of those do you lose? None. With a healthy <laughs> roster? I mean, yeah. got to lose one. Right, he's not you got playing the game five. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing, though. You win that series 4-1. Okay. <laughs> I... You'll take that all day if that's the way it goes. Yep. Uh, getting through the rest of this hockey game, we kind of already talked about it with the top guys and the power play. Is there a little concern? Is there some want for the abs to put a puck in the back of the neck net tonight? Someone yeah. solve it? Of course. Okay. Yes. Are, is this a, hey, this could be an issue, or is this a, hey, Puck just didn't go in tonight. Keep doing what you're doing. Nothing Neither needs a chance. Smoked a post tonight. Fair point. Post. Miss net. Miss net. Yeah, yeah. The Byram opportunity in overtime. Yeah. It, that's yeah. not Stuart Skinner doing shit to yeah, you. you yeah. just, that's just, just Byram just choked yeah. in the moment. Yeah. It's, it's 
tough. Tough spot to be in for sure. But I, uh, I think they just they got they got to stop trying to be too creative on their power play right now, and go just do the things that work. I and maybe it is a personnel thing. Like yeah, it, I, it changes the makeup of that whole power play if Makar's sitting I, at the top of the. That's I'm why I don't even zone. think about it, yeah. man. Is on it game just, one, Makar drops in, and it's totally a different dynamic. Yeah. yeah, the one thing the 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 where I think you can really truly upgrade is in front of your net lacking and instead yeah, of well with with Gabe Landeskog yeah. well that's yeah I mean sure and I'm and again I'm gonna keep talking about it till the guy comes back of course or, and if he doesn't then great but like that's where you're talking about that unit can get its biggest upgrade in terms of personnel because those guys aren't gonna suddenly get way better at this yeah but I mean kill McCarr just takes you to a different place. Yep. He's Kale McCarr. Devontae does a lot of things well. Right. He's not going to shimmy you at the blue line. Yeah, well, it's not that threat. Exactly. You, yeah. He's so smart that he puts himself into dangerous positions when he sees the open ice and he'll jump into it on a power play, but, as we saw tonight. But doesn't he create did that, it. But he, but he yeah. didn't finish that chance. He also hasn't true. finished many of them this year. Uh, and because uh, I, he's, he's, I think he's right there in goal scoring with Sam Gerard, which is yeah, to say he's at six and he's Sam got, is at five. He's and... got Sam has six. Oh, he did get his six. Right, uh, right, and right. which is to say that you've gotten fine production out of those guys in terms of scoring goals. That's not what they're there to do. Yep. Yeah. But you are a little disappointed because he has shown more acumen in that department in the past, in his, yeah. in his avalanche tenure. Yep. So you're a little bit let down by that. Well, and then that's where you look at if you have Bo Byram in got, that spot instead. Got 10 goals. The thing about Byram this year is that he has been able to cash chances, which makes the overtime miss that much more frustrating. It does. I thought that game, I thought that was game over, man. Yep. I thought it should have been. Yep. The Chushkin gets lucky that guy falls down and he just picks the puck up. Says thank you very much. Yeah. Gives it, sets it up for him. All Byram has to do is just convert. And he doesn't even hit the net. Doesn't hit the net. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about yeah, we'll, it, I'm we'll, sure. We'll get so. there in a second. It's not the thing that we want to touch on just yet. And again, for all of these nitpicks we're doing, I, this game was just a two good hockey teams playing against each other. It was back and forth. It's not like the Avs had a dearth of chances. They were getting up the ice. And, and at times it was mucky, absolutely. Yeah. But at times they also got into odd man rushes. They also created opportunities even if they didn't finish them tonight, it's it's not a game that I come away from feeling like, oh, you really needed a lot more out of Colorado tonight. Yeah, this isn't like the LA game where you're like, they really didn't belong in this game, and then they stole they got one away with, with it, a yeah. really great 20-minute performance at the end. Yep. It's not the world that I think that the Avalanche are living in on this one. I think this was just a really good hockey game. Somebody had to lose, but you didn't do it in regulation which is an extremely important factor here yep. because the Winnipeg Jets win tonight, secure the eighth Seed. playoff spot out yep. west. Rick Bonus said before the game that if they clinch tonight, they'll sit Connor Hellebuck in Colorado. That gives you the Jets with at least no Connor Hellebuck and David Riddick in net. And a Nashville game that does not matter. And a Nashville game that no longer yeah. matters. They might, be in the, they might be in the business of sitting at UC Soros. If you go in and you play David Riddick and Kevin Lankinen on back-to-back days with a chance to win the division, you have to do it. You have to win that division. And this is... You just have to beat those guys. I, I just got done asking you guys 
what was the biggest positive from this game, the reality might actually be the one point. <laughs> True. I wasn't going to say that because I felt like it was cheating, but <laughs> yeah. Because the thing that you wanted the most yeah, out of this, was, continued good health at the moment, looks like they're fine. Yep. And, uh, and the one you, you needed at least one point to maintain full control of this yep. conversation. If, yep. if Dallas goes out and chokes against St. Louis, your life yeah. get, just gets a little bit easier, and then you can maybe have a total. Your magic, the magic number to win the Central went from five to four tonight yeah, for Colorado. Yeah, exactly. So that's all there is to it. Would have loved to have gotten it to three, but it's not the world you're in. Yep. The one point was enough that. Yep. If the Avs win their next two games, nothing can stop them from holding the Central. Obviously, yep. how things play out there with Dallas could nothing help. Nothing Dallas can do yep. on their own to prevent you from anything. Dallas now is the one that needs help. Yep. But the only thing, they're playing the Blues twice. Yep. Yeah, they have a home and home with St. And, Louis. And, yeah. But even yeah, if they knows? win both those games, if the Avs True. win both their games too, yeah. it just doesn't matter. Yep. So it, it was a very, very important point when it comes to the standings. Yeah. Um, all right. On that note, we are brought to you by Volo Sports. You can go to volosports.com today to sign up for all sorts of amazing intramural adult sports leagues, top to bottom. I mean, they got everything. It's kickball, volleyball, basketball, uh, softball, uh, baseball. I don't know if baseball. No, they definitely have some kind of baseball. Uh, soccer, I, other sports. What's the one? Pickleball? Pickleball. Yeah. the mini. That's mini tennis, right? Yes. Okay. Care. Pickleball. I, I don't care who I make mad. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> follow sports. You use the code at DNVR10 when you sign up. Do it now because spring leagues, you got to sign up by April 13th, which is Thursday. So got to get in very, very quickly. You can use the QR code on screen or go to volosports.com. It's 11 p.m. on the 11th. You need to get the league in. things yeah. sorted out tomorrow, <laughs> guys. If you want to play in a league, get in it. Uh, look, it's also a good cause. You pay money to go play in your adult leagues, and that money goes towards kids' leagues so kids can play the sports they want to get nope. into, too. So it's good for everybody. It's good for the community. Go check them out at Volo Sports. Also, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Go get your money over at DraftKings. When you sign up with the code at DNVR and bet $5, you get $150 in free bets that you can bet on whatever you want. Doesn't even have to be. Hockey, but, you know, if you're a believer in the apps, you can put your money where your mouth is. It's still time to bet on them to win the Central. Uh, I don't actually know what the odds are off the top of my head, but still time for sure. Uh, if you want to bet on the Nuggets, their first round, I don't know, is that Lakers game over? I don't even know. Yeah, it is. I don't I don't know who they'll be playing in, uh, in round one, but Nuggets, you can go bet on them. You can go bet on Pickleball, that big Pickleball league that was just announced for ESPN not too long ago. There you go. No one knows. Who the Nuggets are playing? Yet. <laughs> it's still undecided. Yeah, these playing games will decide who the AC is. Sounds about right. Basketball is a silly sport. Uh, <laughs> go make your money with DraftKings. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And it's all void in Ohio. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to overtime. Don't think it was a, a badly played overtime by Colorado before the, the no, bow shift. Man, not the at all. Yeah. It's a great overtime. Each team each team gets opportunities. Each yep. team has the puck. Like, my takeaway is Matias Ekholm 
might still have a scar or two from that <laughs> postseason series last year. Because Valentushkin got near him yeah, and he was like, Ugh. he said boo. And that dude was like, I'm out of here with the, we got to go. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, watching Val all game, right? Like, you don't yeah. want to be around him tonight because he oh, had those dude. little, he had the sneaky hands tonight. I, they get Arturi Lekkinen back and, and they can those put, two are going to eat people. They can dude. put Nachushkin <laughs> yeah. back up next to Nathan McKinnon. I think you're about he's to see Luke's game go like people. this. He's, and, and AJ, I know you've talked about this a little bit. Still don't think he's at 100%. But you're starting to see a little bit of that Val come back where he's on top of you and he's just stronger than you. Yep. He's not afraid to, yep. to take a battle. His his balance with that ankle or whatever it is, is is starting to get there again. Yeah, and still don't have that that little burst of speed. Sure. But everything else looks like it's back. Yeah. Good luck, dudes. <laughs> so the so the front half of overtime, again, just felt like two good teams going at it. And then you get the bow shift, which which we've kind of already talked about, but yeah. Look, you miss you miss the net. I miss the net's bad, <laughs> but okay, whatever. You go in, you win a puck. You battle. win the puck battle in the corner, and it looks like you've got this. And yeah. then instead of, I have a teammate back yeah. there that can help me. I'm you just gonna toss it to nobody. Toss yeah. it into any of the open space that is the whole freaking rink. He tries he tries to push it up the boards and gets it stolen. Yep. And then comes down the other end of the ice. And commits the same penalty twice on McDavid. Yep. And and I know there are some people saying, like, on the, the positional battle, like, McDavid pulled him or whatever. And he, held, he, he held him and blah, 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 it, blah, blah. It's getting called it, every time. It, it just doesn't matter. Like, one, Byram still commits the penalties that he commits. Yep. And sure, maybe he didn't get a call there. Okay, that play never happens if he just doesn't turn over the puck in the first place. Yeah. That play never happens if he doesn't miss the net entirely. Yeah. It's, it's, you're talking about this is the young, this is what young players do sometimes is that it's not just that they make a mistake, but they compound mistakes with yeah. other yep. mistakes. Yep. Exactly. And this is where you saw mistake, mistake, good thing, mistake, mistake, mistake. <laughs> and, and then the power play, you were never going to kill that, man. No, you you that, knew it was over. There was yeah. not a single person on the freaking planet. That wasn't related to a player in the game. <laughs> that thought the that thought that, 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 that thought that that was going to end any other way. It yep. just didn't fit. At four on three <laughs> against that power play, you're just like, this is their fourth. They're due. Yeah. Yep. In the same way that the Abs when they got their that four on three in uh, in yep. Anaheim the other day, you were like, this game's over. Yep. This is finishing. They're going to score here. Yep. It's it's just how those things play out. Um. I do want to talk about the, the overtime goal very briefly, though. JT Comfer gets, like, dumped on his head. <laughs> Torched. <laughs> Just absolutely obliterated by Evan Bouchard. Sucks that you lose the faceoffs. It does. Because loses them both. Yep. Overtime penalty kill faceoffs are definitely ones that matter. Yep. Could have really helped <laughs> to have gotten clears. And then you probably aren't going to stop an entry. Because but you least, don't have the manpower. But at but least you have, like, force them to get set up. In theory. Yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe you kill 15 seconds, and yep. who, who knows how it goes. Uh, but you lose it in a four-on-three, and they're set up immediately, and it's just that much. Your life is just that much harder. Yeah. So he loses both of those and then gets absolutely well, torched out high on the goal. Did you have something hurt? No, I was just going to say, who got torched more, him or Jack Johnson tonight? <laughs> It was, I mean, I guess, I guess it's got to be comfort, right? Because it leads to the goal. Yeah, yeah. Jack Johnson didn't give up a goal. So. Yeah, but he got <laughs> and, turned inside well, out. Yeah, McDavid, McDavid 
danced him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's goes back to the problem of why is Connor McDavid on the ice with Jack Johnson yeah. is on the ice? Yeah, absolutely. The you're at home, for, but you look forward to the postseason and you're like, Jack Johnson's not even dressing. <laughs> yeah. So well, and it's just crazy too in that situation because you're on home ice. You have the last change. Why is he out there? Yeah. I, I agree 100%. That, that's a choice the Avs made to a certain uh, extent. How many, uh, you know, how many shifts led into that? And I, how many were yeah. neutral zone? Yeah. I, I did want to touch very on quickly on the JT Comfer thing. Not to take credit away from Evan Bouchard for a good fake. It's good. But it's good play. It's part good of the reason JT Comfer gets sold, sold out by that is because it's Connor McDavid. Mm. Um, that Bouchard fakes the puck, too. Yeah, and, and you have to respect it, right? JT Converse saying, "I'm not letting Connor McDavid beat me." Yeah, man. and in like, the world where you're choosing, am I going to have Evan Bouchard beat my goalie with a great shot, or Connor McDavid right. who has 60 goals this year? <laughs> like you're like, hey, look, if Bouchard beats you, he beats you. That's what happened. You tip the cap. You say, hopefully, we see you guys in six to eight weeks. Yep, yep. exactly right. Uh, all right, let's get to these super chats we've got here. We appreciate all y'all hanging out with us tonight. Oh yeah, sure. Hey, DNVR, we sit a ton of our guys for the Preds game, y'all think, since Smash Build, BS Smash. I don't think there will be any BS in the game, and I think the sitting greatly depends on where the Avs standings yeah. sit. Yeah. So, say Dallas loses to St. And Louis and, and the, the Avs win. beat the Jets. And they've clinched at that and point. And they have clinched, then you're kind of just like... Cool. Yeah, I would definitely try. and I'd, I'd be trying to emergency recall. I'd be trying to fake as many injuries as I can. <laughs> Yo, Bo, you're sick again, bud. I'd be playing Gabe Landeskog <laughs> in that game. like yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you can. Yeah, but Maybe in, the Eagles it, just have a trip out. The Az have played 15 skaters against that team before. I'm just saying. Yeah, if that's not the case, uh, if that if that's not the situation, no, they're not, I don't think they're going to be. There's going to be a lot of sitting guys. Yeah. yeah. Frankie's if, already going to be in net for that game, so I'm if, expecting. If the yeah. division's on the line, I expect them to go get the division, basically. Yeah. I still, don't, I still don't think McCarr plays. I think that's no. I don't done. think he will. I, I think they're just like, we're good. We're not take. We're not gonna take a chance. All right. For the record, I saw Chad talking about this earlier. I don't think Gabe plays in game one uh, of the first round. I definitely don't think. Do uh, you think yeah. he plays in the first round? I, I don't know. I I really just don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's just kind of depending yeah. on how he feels. I think over the next week he's gonna try and push it as as hard as he has. And then we'll just go from there. We I, don't really know. I mean, he's been medically cleared for a long time. The Avs have done whatever they can do. It's just waiting on on Landeskog to decide. Weirdly, my knee is my knee feels as good as it's going to. My my knee is in a position where I can do this. You know, whatever, whatever. whatever. I, I just thought of this, but interesting parallels to the Jamal Murray situation last year. Anyway, yeah. uh, don't have to get into that. I just it, look. I think it was pretty clear based on some of the reports from today, where. All of the guys, they were like, yeah, these dudes will be ready for game one of the playoffs. Did not include <laughs> Gabe Landeskog on that yeah. list. Uh, and, and Well, yeah. and again, it, t- it continues to be Landeskog right. will and, tell and, the coaching and staff and be like, I'm good to go. We're all treating go. it as he'll be back when he's back, yep. basically. And maybe so. it's this year and maybe it's not. I, I really don't have a feel for it. Anybody that does at this point uh, is lying to you, unless it's Gabe Landeskog. Uh, unless they <laughs> yeah, have heard it from his mouth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, $5 from Edward, who says, Avs look to be close to playoff form. Going to be fun to watch them defend their title. I'm I'm excited for it, man. I'm, 
I want to see what the healthy lineup looks <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A couple of games where they started to really like get Put back together, and get healthy. Yeah. They look like the abs where you were like, <laughs> watch <laughs> out, okay. watch out. Yeah. So thanks anyway. for getting us to a hundred likes chat. No winner shots, but yeah, they did not win. So we can't do winner shots, <laughs> but we appreciate y'all. Uh, $10 from Banks who says with this lineup against the hottest team in the West in the situation we have with Dallas, I take this game 110%. We had chances. I wish we would have scored on, but I take the one point every time. Yep. It's yep. just no bad feels at the once you got to that point, you were just like the rest of this yeah, is crazy. If, if you get the bonus, awesome, but yeah. they didn't. If you get that second point, make your life just a little bit easier, great, but now you're still in control of the situation. I mean, there's a small changes that could have happened throughout this game that would have changed the course of it. It wasn't like yeah. you got outplayed, right? Like <laughs> yep. you look at it, it's like, yep, they won this one. You play it ten times, it's probably down the middle if you play a game just like this. Yeah. And yeah. that's what so. two good teams playing hockey looks like, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, $10 from Melanie, who says, super bummer, but it was a great game. Two more to go. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. And it was honestly, I think it was nice for everybody to kind of feel that atmosphere a little yep. bit and see that the abs can vibe a little bit. Well, and just like, just to kind of feel it. Cause again, you're looking at, Hey, here are yep. at least three very important lineup regulars who are going to make you that much better. And you're already hanging with this that team. you know yeah. we're going to be there for game one. Yep. Uh, $5 from Sonny, who says, Avs got the Dallas special tonight. I'll take that all day <laughs> versus a full, healthy Oilers team. Much love, UDNVR crew, to UDNVR crew. Go, Avs, go. Thank you very much. Uh, and then a $2 super chat from Will. I don't know if you had a he, comment outside of it. He sent something after, and then it was funny because he's like, I suck at super chatting, uh, <laughs> but he did mention that he, he thought, and a couple of other people thought the ref sucked tonight, but I know I you guys just mentioned that you guys didn't have a problem. With uh, that, so. the, the one call early in the game on Byram was Byron pretty one. suspect. Was call, I mean, it's non-existent. The rest of it, I don't have a problem Compared with. to the other night against the Ducks, yeah, yeah. they were not that bad. They were not yeah. that bad. <laughs> I saw people upset about McKinnon getting high-sticked, but... That was it, a follow through. At least one of them it, was, it was a very follow clear follow through. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twenty dollars from the incredible Drew, who says, "Not much to say about tonight. Really good game overall, and just seven more days till the switch gets flipped and the boys drop the hammer." Yep. Well said. Uh, Five dollars from Logan, who says, "This game told me my heart is not ready for playoffs. <laughs> that puppy was racing." Thanks for the great coverage, DNVR crew. <laughs> I was sitting next to Tiff at the end of the game thinking the same thing where I was like, <laughs> there's like a minute left in regulation. And I was like, my heart may not be ready for playoff hockey yet. We were like on I the edge it. of our seats yeah, as if it was, it was like, like playoff you know, hockey. It was ridiculous. I love when your body know. starts betraying you, like just watching a sport <laughs> yeah. where your heart gets elevated. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. I'm just sitting here. That's how you know you're hooked. Yeah. <laughs> and then $2 from Vaguely Sober who says Cogs still made out of floor. Yeah, that dude's invincible. <laughs> Unbreakable, man. Yeah. Unbreakable. We were all like, oh, man, who went down hard? And then we oh, were like, oh, it's Cogliano. Cool. And then he goes down the tunnel, and we were like, dude, he'll be fine. Yeah. Rub some dirt on it. <laughs> For whatever reason, there. that guy, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it just isn't a big deal. Yep. Somehow survives everything. Uh, all right. On that note, we are also brought to you by the fantastic people over at Insert Their Name Here. Ah, game time, of course. If you want to get your tickets, look, I'm I'm going to be straight up with you. Playoff tickets for the Colorado Avalanche are not going to be cheap. 
<laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. They're not going to be cheap. But if you want to get a better price on those tickets, you can do it with game time. There is a, a link down in the description. We also finally got the code. We have a game time code. I believe it's just DNVR that you can go over there and use with game time. So jump on that. Go to game time. Get your tickets. You can get up to 60% off prices if you are fancy and do the waiting to the last minute kind of strats to try and get your tickets in there. So over 15 million people have used it. You can download the game time app today. Again, use the link in the description or the code helps us out. Let's them know we sent y'all over there. Um, we appreciate all y'all. Any final thoughts either way here? I'm tired. I'm going to go home and go to bed. Same. That sounds like life for the next two months. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate you again. We are we're on tomorrow, one PM show. Yep, we'll you'll, be back here in the studio. You'll see us. Uh, you'll see us chatting, Avs playoff roster stuff a little bit. Yep. Some other stuff as well. Talking about X Factors out west. Yep. I'm curious who you picked. I'm curious who you picked. <laughs> I tried to pick not the most obvious ones, but I didn't go like Dude, crazy. Ice grilling you right now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> if we picked the same X Factor out west. We should ask Alyssa and make sure we didn't. Should you pick a forward or a defenseman? Neither. A goalie? Okay, yeah. we didn't pick the same X-Factor then. We cool. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> y'all, chat. We'll see you tomorrow.